I've got a two-teamer for you. Two-team MLB parlay for this Wednesday, June the 2nd. This is Picks and Parlays, and I'm Allie Burns. I've got Nick Parsons here from the Insider's Room to give us the goods. What's going on, Nick? You got a little two-teamer for us today. Cards are at the Dodgers. Texas is at the Rockies. What are you looking at today? Well, one big favorite and one basically pick them. So when you combine the two on a parlay there, of course, you're getting get much better odds. Both have to win. But I do. I like both of the starting pitchers that I'm playing on here. So, yeah, my suggestion is to take the Dodgers at home to the Cardinals. So that's Walker Bueller for L.A. going up against Carlos Martinez of St. Louis. And in the second game, I'm going to suggest to play the Rockies at home to the Rangers in interleague action and that one features Antonio Senzatella for Colorado going up against Jordan Lyles for Texas. Uh, but in the first game, yeah, L.A., when I'm looking at this game, I'm looking at the starting pitchers. The reason that L.A. is a big favorite in this game is primarily because of the starting pitchers and Walker Buehler. I mean, this guy's just been the model of consistency this year. He's going at least six or seven innings in every single one of his starts this year, Allie. And that's why I like him here against uh, his counterpart, Martinez who is three and four with a 4.32 ERA. He most recently gave up three runs over six innings to the Diamondbacks, which isn't bad, but over 53.1 innings, he just has a 30 to 16 strikeout to walk ratio. So that's my call here in the first game. I think Martinez will struggle in this difficult road venue. And I think that Bueller will continue to be his steady self. And in the second game, I definitely like Senzatella here at home. I mean, when you look at both of these starting pitchers' numbers, they aren't that great. Senzatella is just 1-5 in five with a 4.97 ERA. He's coming off a strong start against the Mets, though. He allowed two runs over four innings in game two of a doubleheader. So, I mean, obviously his numbers aren't great. But as I mentioned, I definitely like him here at home, Alec, because he's actually better at home than he is on the road. He's 0-2 with a 7.30 ERA on the road. But at home, he's 1-3 with a respectable 4.37 ERA. And I mean, we're talking about Coors Field here. So that is a decent ERA at Coors Field. Lyles, he gave up three runs over six innings and a loss to the Mariners on Friday. He's been better on the road than at home, but he's still struggled in all night games this year. He's 1-3 with a 6.60 ERA. So that's my call here in the second game. I'm taking Senzatella at home over Lyles. So to recap, my two picks for the Wednesday night money line Major League Baseball parlay are on the Dodgers and the Rockies. Game two of the Golden Knights at the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, game two. I mean, that game one surprised me, Ali. That seven to one uh, beat down there by Colorado. I mean, Colorado, it, it was a big favorite there in the end because Vegas had to play the seven games there against the Wild to advance. Uh, clearly the Knights, they were just completely gassed in game one on both ends of the ice. You know, Colorado jumped out to that early lead. It never looked it never looked back. The Avalanche, as I said, though, it looked good on both ends of the ice. It held Las Vegas to just the one goal. But, uh, you know, Las Vegas, it finished the regular season as the number one defense in the NHL. It only allows 2.18 goals per game. Colorado isn't too far behind. It only allows just 2.36, and that ranks third. I mean, they're both among the best offensively as well, Ali. But I just think that the extra couple days off here between game one and game two, because they played on Sunday and then this game two will be played on Wednesday. I think that Vegas is going to be a lot better on the defensive side of the ice. Uh, clearly, the Knights are going to be out to atone for that, you know, lackluster effort there in game one. 
And so I believe that will result in this game one going under the total. So that's going to be my strongest play on this game, the under. Over the years, Ali, I've found that playing in the playoffs and handicapping in the playoffs, it's very similar. Teams that are successful and handicappers that are successful make adjustments from game to game. And so that's what I think Vegas is going to do here. I think Vegas can make the necessary adjustments to be a lot more competitive in game two. And really, in my opinion, I think that's going to lead to a lower scoring game here. Uh, so yeah, the game game one went well over the number, but I think this game two is going to be sort of a more traditional, hard-hitting game, lots of back-checking, and uh, the Knights will double down on that defensive end. And so that's my strongest call in this game. In game two, Ellie, I'm going with the under. Okay, that game was brutal, Nick. It was brutal. It was three to nothing, and then like ten minutes later, it was four to nothing, and then I turned that game off. It was brutal. So, geez, I hope you're correct that the Knights get this together. What kind of difference is Ryan Reeves being out for the Knights going to have on this game? Well, of course, when any player, a significant uh, player of his significance, is out, it will have an effect. But really, this is next man up for this Golden Knights team. This the strength is their uh, their depth. And I mean, if I was going to roll with the side here, Ali, I really do think there's value on the Knights here. I think they have the talent to, uh, you know, get a split here in uh, Colorado over these first two games. Uh, maybe these extra couple of days off here, it sort of took the wind out of uh, Colorado's momentum sails there, so to speak. And so, yeah, I think that there is value here on the underdog. As I say, my strongest play, though, is definitely on the under. All right, then that is what we are going to roll with in the Vegas Knights at the Colorado Avalanche. Take it under the five and a half goals. Hey guys, just a reminder, don't forget to use our promo code podcast. It'll save you 20% off of all packages or subscriptions. The Rays are taking on the Yankees yet again. I've got Craig Trapp on the line. How's it going, Craig? Well, hopefully we'll keep, uh, been pretty hot lately. So I, I, it's like, you know, it's like a no hitter. You don't want to talk to the guy uh, mid no hitter. Um, so I really don't want to talk about the good streak. We'll just say we hope we keep going uh, and keep the winnings coming uh, with this important, uh, you know, uh, AL East matchup, uh, Rays the Yankees here. Yes. Yeah, it is a good one. I've been riding these Rays for a while. Um, they're going to be starting Shane Mc mcclanahan he's their lefty yankees are starting lefty jordan montgomery showing the yankees at a minus 130 and i've got a total of eight and a half on this one which where are you rolling well i even see some yankees minus 125 i mean it's all over the yeah. place uh, so as always make sure you shop around baseball with money being a money line sport if you're betting on the side definitely very important uh but when you look at the yankees they're always overrated as far as the the odds makers are concerned because they're such a heavily uh, bet public team. Uh, but this year, more than any, I mean, this team is just uh, four games headed into or uh, headed into Tuesday night, just four games above 500. Right now, they're tied 2-2 with this Rays team. Uh, the Rays, on the other hand, 15, ago, uh, 15 games above 500 heading into Tuesday. And they're one of the best bets in baseball. If you bet them every game this year, they're one of the more profitable teams in baseball. Yankees, just the opposite. So to me, you you know, if you ever have a lean, which I do in this game, if it's against the Yankees, then you have to like it even more because you're getting more value here. So we're going to get the, about plus 115 is where I see it. If you like the Rays, I'm going to take the Rays in this one. McClanahan has a distinct pitching edge. And, you know, this Rays team has been, been Yankees beaters for the last few seasons. And I think it continues tonight as the Yankees just four and six head into Tuesday night in their last 10. The Rays nine and one in their last 10. So I like the Rays in this one, Allie. I, I like them a fair amount. Probably going to be uh, one of my better best, uh, best bets on Wednesday. 
Yeah, it's hard to go against them right now. And they lo- it's like you said, they love to beat up on the Yankees. They live for that, and especially at Yankee Stadium. I mean, I cashed them on Monday. Hopefully I cashed them today. Even if I don't, I'm betting them again tomorrow because that's just what the line dictates that you do, and it's what the records of both of these teams dictate that you do. So I am with you, Craig Trap. Let's roll with the Rays, plus 115. Any feelings on that total of 8.5? It looked a little bit high to be two left-handed pitchers yeah. on the mound. but I, I slight lean towards the under, but uh, you know, this is a Yankees lineup and a Rays lineup, per se, um, that has the ability to score four or five runs. So, you know, I... I when you feel this strongly about an underdog, then I usually stay away from the total because, you know, you don't want to get, you know, cash a plus 115 ticket and then give it right back by betting the total in this one. Nope, you're absolutely right. That is the strongest play of the day. We're going with the Rays plus 115. Hawks at the Knicks in game five of that playoff series. So Hawks are up three to one in the series. Now we're headed back to New York. Like I said, Knicks minus one and a half, showing a total of 208. This has been a really exciting series to watch. A lot of beef here, Craig, a lot of beef going on. Well, it was exciting in New York, not as exciting at Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta um, at home took care of business pretty easily in both games. I think it'll be a different story. I think, you know, game one, the Hawks probably should not have won that. I think they pretty much stole that game. We were down three with, what, a minute to go, and they somehow won by two in regulation. Uh, so the Knicks probably should have won game one and two. So to me, I think there's a lot of value on a Knicks team that didn't play extremely well or, or really well at all yet in this series. I think they're headed back home. We've seen the Garden has been electric in game one and two. Exciting to see New York uh, back in the playoffs. And not just back in the playoffs. I mean, I don't think they're winning all this year, but they're at least competitive. I think they extend this series here. So I think the NBA is probably going to make sure Knicks get this win here because, you know, all these series on – Wednesday night, all the teams are up 3-1, so we could see, except the, so I think the Mavs and Clippers game, they're up 2-2, uh, but we could see a lot of series over early, so they would like for uh, their New York Knicks and the big market to get an extension at least to go back to Atlanta, so I like the Knicks here, minus one and a half, I think Derrick Rose will be the difference here, no one's been able to stay in front of Trey Young, but I think they got to make Trey Young work on the other end, and I think uh, they'll be playing pick and roll basketball uh, and wearing out Trey Young with uh, Derrick Rose and company. So I like the Knicks here, minus one and a half. I do think there's a lot of value here. Um, I think this line probably would be about three if the Knicks played a little better last uh, two games. Yeah. Well, and a big thing with the last two in Atlanta was the spitting incident. And it was a huge motivational factor. You know, it was just like the situation of we're going back home and you disrespected us. But now I'm with it. Now we've lost twice to you and that motivation ships. We got to get one back. We're at home. And like you said, if you've been watching those Knicks games, it's fun. I mean, MSG, they are having some fun with the Knicks right now. So I am totally with you here. Let's roll with the Knicks minus one and a half. Now they've kind of been an auto under team for a lot of handicappers this season. 208 is a low one. What do you think? Do we ride it under? Do we look at it over? Do we just lay off of it altogether? I'm laying off of it. I think I would lean towards the under because like you said, the Knicks, when they win, it's usually about their defense. Uh, But the one worry in this game is they might just have to outscore this Atlanta team because they have not been able to keep Trey Young out of the lane. When you do that, that opens up all those great shooters that Atlanta has. Um, So to me, I think the Knicks probably all have got to do a little more on offense this game. So I think that is why I'm staying off the total, just playing the better play on the Knicks minus the one and a half. All right. You heard it from the expert. We're taking the Knicks minus one and a half points on Wednesday night.